And day 248 since your president, Joey, I don't know what day it is, uh, himself promised, oh, I'm never, I'm never going to do that, never going to happen. Why bother? Anyway, thanks for being with us. Toll free, it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we're getting a lot of reaction to the interview with Sean Penn last night. Most of it, and, and I, I thought I would get criticized more than I did. I mean, there are people that will always criticize anything that you do if you're on radio and TV. Um, but when I talked to Sean Penn, I called him. Give you a little background. Later in the program, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll play a, a nice big chunk of the interview. Um, because when I called him, I, I said, look, we, we'll never agree. Now, let me backtrack. I, I, I reached out. We invited him on the show. I had somebody on my team invite him on. No. Then I said, okay, would he take a phone call? Yes. A private call. Off the, we, I agreed. We both agreed off the record for the most part. I, I'm telling a small part of it because I think it's funny. And I get on the phone with him, and he goes, first thing he said, right out of his mouth, just look, I just want to be honest with you right up front. I don't trust you. <laughs> and it, it came out during the interview that apparently I called him like enemy of the state some years back. Um, I, I, I didn't like his positions on El Chapo or, you know, Maduro or uh, Hugo Chavez, et cetera, et cetera. And so I've been openly critical of him. And I, I would argue that 99 out of 100 issues we would passionately have a disagreement on. But it was interesting to me that he was doing a documentary on Ukraine prior to the invasion prior even to the buildup of troops on the eastern border of Ukraine by Putin and then stayed and was there when the invasion happened and spent a lot of that time with President Zelensky as part of this documentary that's unfolding. It was not as they had planned. And I said, honestly, I'm, I'm not interested in your political views. I want to have a discussion specifically about Ukraine and about what you're seeing and about your experience there and about President Zelensky, because I've also been so critical of Ukrainian governments. They've, they've just been nothing but corrupt leading into Zelensky. Now, Zelensky ran on an anti-corruption platform. I mean, it's a, a pretty incredible story in its own right. It, you have a former comedian that becomes the head of a country and now finds himself in a position where unlike other people, other leaders of other countries in similar positions would have been long gone, you know, get in a private plane, get asylum in some other country, take as much, take as many dollars as you can with you, the biggest amount of money you can take, precious metals, gold, silver, et cetera, pack it all in the plane and, and take off and have a happy life and say good luck to your fellow countrymen. And he's been out there with his fellow countrymen very effectively fighting back against what it what on paper was a, a far superior army and military outmanned outgunned in every way and they have effectively uh fought an insurgency war that that has frank has surprised the world actually uh, i don't think the u.s or nato allies or western european countries with the exception of poland poland has done the best job of any country in helping out Ukraine, both in accepting refugees humanitarian uh, in a humanitarian way and also offering the most help in terms of military equipments, et cetera. Um, so I think they've done a very good job, but I don't think we've done enough because the weaponry to win the insurgency, the insurgency war will be won 
if the U.S. and Western Europe provide the munitions that are needed, the drones that are needed, the anti-missile defense systems that are needed, anti-aircraft defense systems that are needed, uh, the Javelin missiles, the Stinger missiles, the other munitions that are all needed, and I would even argue the MiGs that Poland had offered. Uh, I don't know why Joe Biden vetoed it, but apparently he did. Uh, anyway, so we'll get to that on the other side. And it was, it's a discussion of people. It was interesting, Linda, you, you and I were talking about this just before the show. He's so passionate about this, and it kind of surprised me a little, and I don't get surprised often in interviews, that he was visibly shaken, um, emotionally touched. I mean, this, this runs really deep inside him, his passion for what's going on there. And and the horror that he's seen with his own eyes and his cameras have captured. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll get I to mean, that later. What's that? To your point, I mean, I think there's there's a lot that happened in that interview, and I think one of the things that we've been covering on the show and, and that we've all sort of agreed on is you cannot look at men and women and children and animals being blown up and and killed, literally a genocide of an entire nation. Um, and not feel something and not be sad. And I think that's where you and Penn kind of had a meeting of the minds, regardless of your politics, you know, and I think that's one of the things that we're losing, right, in political conversation is the ability to realize that you can agree on some things, but you don't have to agree on everything to come to a meeting on something as critical as that. And I thought you did a good job he, in that last night. He's not looking for American boots on the ground either. When I kind of pointed oh, out I made to that him, very clear, very clear. Right. But but when I pointed it out to him and I said, well, that's the Reagan doctrine, I don't think he wanted to be associated with the Reagan doctrine at all. Definitely. Kind of, I found internally amusing. Uh, anyway, we'll play some of it later. So there was a big return of Obama yesterday that became very cringeworthy in terms of of humiliating Joe Biden in many ways. Someone must have shown Obama the video of Joe at the event, you know, looking like a nursing home patient in the background that couldn't find his lunch tray, you know, desperately tapping Obama on the shoulder, being completely ignored by Obama. And then last night, Obama obviously was tipped off. Uh, yeah, this didn't, this was not a good look. Every Democrat, everybody was surrounding Obama. It was like the, the second coming of Obama. And the anointed one and Obama tweeted then support for Biden shortly after the videos started emerging. And anyway, they were united under the White House roof. One particular video of the evening widely shared online shows a somewhat embarrassed Biden just wandering around the room all alone. Obama, you know, is surrounded by everybody else in the room wanting to speak to him and literally nobody wanting to speak or talk to Joe. Um. I mean, it was kind of, in one way, it was sad. It was kind of pathetic and embarrassing and cringeworthy in, in so many ways. Uh, by the way, this was like a celebration of Obamacare. And I'm like, oh, you mean keep your doctor, keep your plan, and the average family saves $2,500 a year? Let's see, millions of you of Americans lost their doctors. Millions lost their plans. Almost fully 40% of the country has one Obamacare exchange option. That's it. On average, Americans are paying 250% more than they used to pay for inferior policies. All that we predicted would happen, happened. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Anyway, so Biden looks on as, as Democrats gushing over Obama at this event. 
And, you know, try, Joey trying to get the attention of Obama, Obama completely ignores the guy. And so he has to tweet to kind of save face after he embarrasses Joe. Uh, but I'm the president now. Joe, <laughs> like, oh, okay, Joe, you really, you saved that one. Um, people are asking me if the reports on Hillary and Durham are real. The answer is yes. I'll get to that in a minute. And are the issues involving this grand jury that's convened on Hunter Biden, is this real? Now, there are some two nationally renowned legal experts are now calling on the Biden Justice Department to appoint a special counsel to investigate the Biden's Biden family syndicate and their influence peddling operation. And Jonathan Turley said absolutely the case for a special counsel is there to investigate the Biden family. It's clear because we have all these reports that Joe Biden is out there saying, my son, I don't think my son did anything wrong. I don't think my son did anything wrong. And then on the other side of it, Joe is pressuring the attorney general to further politicize the Department of Justice and have Merrick Garland go after Donald Trump for what? I don't know. Probably January 6th or whatever it happens to be. Ken Starr said the same thing. There comes a point when you have to say when things are so close to the president that the Justice Department is not independent. They're part of the executive branch. That's why we have special counsel regulations. And, and this is one such situation. Jason Chaffetz, our friend, demands that the Biden White House release Joe's college recommendation letter. Apparently, you know, we, uh, Chaffetz pointing out that at the time of the request, a recommendation letter for this p- particular individual, uh, he's doing favors for Hunter's Chinese business partners. He wrote a recommendation letter in 2017 for the son of a Chinese executive who did business with zero experience Hunter, uh, according to the emails reviewed and reported on by Miranda Devine, Fox News Digital, and the president's son denied discussing Hunter's business ventures with us. The president denied ever discussing Hunter's farm business ventures at all. But in an email dated January 3, 2017, and sent to Hunter Biden and his business associate, Devin Archer and Jim Bolger. Anyway, Jonathan Lee writes, please find the attached resume of my son. He's applying for the following colleges, Brown University, Cornell, and New York University. Then he goes on to attach an updated version of his son's academic resume. Hunter's associate, CC's Hunter, and Archer replies saying that they have received the updated version. Let's see how we can be helpful here. And several weeks later, in February, uh, Eric Schwerin, who is the who served as the president of Rosemont Seneca, replied to Lee, Jonathan Hunter asked me to send you a copy of the recommendation letter that he asked his father to write on behalf of Christopher for Brown University. Oh, thought Joey didn't know. You know, imagine when you have the president of the United States telling saying publicly, my son did nothing wrong. And all these reports of Joe Biden telling everybody in his orbit that Donald Trump should be prosecuted for his role in the January 6th Capitol riot. Now, the same Donald Trump that called in and approved, as required by law, 20,000 National Guard troops, the same Donald Trump that said many of you will peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices can be heard. So all of this is coming together because Joe lied to the American people when he said, um, 
I have no knowledge whatsoever of my son's foreign business dealings. I'll show it again on TV tonight. We have pictures of Joe and Hunter and their foreign business partners. We have the pictures. We have the emails. Save 10% for the big guy. The grand jury in Delaware uh, is asking, the, the prosecutor's asking the question, well, who is the big guy? The big guy, yeah, that would be Joe Biden himself. So they're putting aside money for this. Hunter, in these emails, whining and complaining that, oh, I got to pay my father's bills. He's paying his father's bills because of the foreign business deals that he had set up. I mean, it's now it's now really beginning to hone in on people that this is going to be a big scandal and getting bigger all the time. Uh, listen, people ask me all the time, Hannity, I know you like guns. I know you're a big Second Amendment guy. What kind of gun should I get? Well, first, I recommend gun safety for everybody. That's first and foremost. Then I tell them about Henry Repeating Arms because I love this company. You can see all their incredible collection at HenryUSA.com. That's their website. When you go there, you'll get a free catalog, free decals, a list of dealers where you live. Uh, They have something for everybody. Great gift ideas. Uh, You can give or receive. Father's Day is coming up. Graduation is coming up. If you're a collector like I am, you got to check out their line of tribute rifles that honor the folks that serve our great nation. You're going to love those. In every case, every Henry I've ever used and ever bought, ever got a hold of, uh, is accurate right out of the box. It has a lifetime guarantee. It's made in America or not made at all. Family-owned business. They give back to their community, our vets, the military. If you're in the market for a high-quality, American-made firearm, you're going to love this company like I do. Just go to HenryUSA.com. One word, HenryUSA.com. Free catalog, free decals, list of dealers where you live. You will not regret it. You'll love this company.